If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Football Friday to everyone in the sports universe. This is the AM Drive on 12 on Sports. And as always, per usual, we are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carbellis. Aaron, what the heck is going on, my dude? My man, it is a Friday football frenzy. And you know my Fridays are jam-packed with previewing for not only today, but we also have the NFL preview show tomorrow and Sunday. So right. it's all about football all weekend for me. So this is like Christmas three days a week. <laughs> Although it is October, by the way. So happy fall to everybody. For Now it should be fall for mostly everybody and not just still hanging on to summer for idiots like us in Georgia. But yeah, Aaron, we're still I'm, in the uh, low 90s here too. So let's go. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, Aaron, do you want to look like a Friday night, but feel like a Sunday morning? Yeah, what was that? I'm just saying amen to that. Because shirts today make that seem impossible. But a few years ago, a group of inventors called Buttercloth struck a deal with Shark Tank, who recognizes talent. Buttercloth has created... A six-way stretch. I gotta love seeing that thing. Six-way stretch, mint-based shirt that keeps you cool and repels odors. Nothing tops the comfort and the amazing looks. I just want to grab off the screen. But this year, Buttercloth and the brand new AM Drive struck a deal to support our show and own this breakthrough line of comfortable shirts. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and tap the Buttercloth logo. Thank us later. Trust me. Aaron, you ready to talk some football? Hey, man, I think I'm going to wear a Buttercloth shirt to work today. <laughs> I got him fired up for it. Okay, good. Well, our show is brought to you by Buttercloth to start off. And let's get right into it, Aaron, because last night, and I ended up watching the replay of this game when I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning as well. <laughs> but the Cincinnati Bengals who I'm actually starting to like their uniforms now. The Jaguars do everything they can to lose the last two games. Because not only are they, are they super undisciplined, and I saw it with multiple penalties when, when, when you really needed them not to have penalties, but you go up 14-0. Then you're leading 21-14 in the fourth quarter. And somehow, some way, you just blow it. Like, I don't I, – I know it's there. But with the undisciplinary stuff and the fact that you can't close these games, I mean, God, are they going to win a game, Aaron? I mean, Evan McPherson, shout out to him, second game-winning field goal in four weeks. But, I mean, this was all about just waiting until the Jaguars screw up and then winning the game. Yeah, you know, not to take anything away from a Bengals victory, I thought uh, Jacksonville obviously – Played uh, much more inspired football this week. It looked like they kind of cut down on the bad playing. Um, yeah, some pe costly penalties really, you know, kept them from really running away from this game because it felt like in the first half they just dominated. And again, I 
I was driving home from work, so I got bits and pieces of this one uh, because rush hour traffic here is a bitch. But um, <laughs> do I think they're going to win a game? Yes. I think there's, based on last night's performance, I think there's two games on the schedule they have a shot of winning. Texas Colts. Uh, uh, I was going to say the Colts and the Jets, but that's fair. Yeah, the the Texans, depending on what happens when the next time they meet each other, um, which is what the end of the year, uh, yeah, week week like thirteen or fourteen. That's fair. Um, they could have mailed it in by then. So okay, so let's let's say two and a half. There's two and a half ish wins possibilities on that on that schedule for the Jaguars. Um, you know, Urban looks tested. Like I, I, yeah. this new realm of football for him it's always gone right and the college football game always provides that for you how many how many guys nick saban steve spurrier how many guys have we seen make that jump to the nfl and they just can't handle the losing and they can't handle the fact that they're in charge they're not in like fully in charge unless they're supposed to be but we've come to a golden age of football where players make more than the managers in most cases at least the star players do so that being said, to, to make a long story short here, I actually felt inspired by this game for the Jacksonville Jaguars, despite yeah. the fact that they did blow the lead. And the fact that uh, the AFC North is currently represented at the top by the Cincinnati Bengals. Joey Bag Donuts and Jamar Chase, the LSU connection, good for them, buddy. I want to give super credit because watching this game, I saw something very like obvious to, I think, most eyes that watched this game. I think the Bengals coach is Zach Taylor, right? Is that his name? Okay. You said yes, right? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So Zach Taylor um, has created – I don't know if it's him or the offensive coordinator, but I'm pretty sure he's the offensive guy. He has created an offense where Joe Burrow does what he did at LSU. You, you – I don't know what the heck it is. They're running slant patterns all night long. And Joe Burrow extends the pocket if he has to. But again, I watched this game twice last night, and both times Joe Burrow had command of the offense, which is great coaching and great quarterback play, and it, like run the ball all the way down the, to the one-second mark of the play clock. And then he found he finds a way to just keep on throwing these beautiful slant patterns over and over and over and look through his third option. His third option is usually a dump off, which he finds. It's wide open. It reminds me of Tom Brady, which is why I can see the comparisons now. Like, take the shot when you need to, but just manipulate these guys down the field. Use Joe Mixon, who got hurt at the end with a knee thing, and then Joe, and then Samaje Pirine. Zach Taylor deserves a boatload of credit because this offensive line was being crushed, but they were just getting the ball out so quickly. And I love seeing it for Joe Burrow's sake. So the situation you have here with, with a team who's playing a bad defense in Jacksonville is you're going to hit them with that slant because if they're going to play high safeties, you've got that open all day long. And until those safeties come up, that's when you can take your shots deep. So a lot of teams have done this. It's almost similar to a West Coast style. I mean, we don't call Michael Thomas Mr. Slant Route for anything. You know, oh. you take a guy, you know, at quarterback, do what he does best. Like, look at Drew Brees. How many years did they just air it out and he threw for 500 yards down the field every week until he got older? Then they moved him to more of the slant route. And that's the thing. You look at these like I know you I know you love them, but you look at these pro football focus stats and the average person, I think the leader in 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 yards per pass in terms of like how far it actually travels down the field, I think it's something like David uh, Derek Carr or Matt Ryan at only like eight and a half yards. Like yeah. the, the, the days of this long, you know, go long. Do those happen? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson did it last week against the Bucks. But you do the dink and dunk. And so like people gave Brady such a hard time. I mean, 
the leader in in yards air air yards per pass attempt is like eight yards. Like the ball doesn't travel down the field every play like everyone expects it to. Is it a passing game? Absolutely, but let's not be you know kidding ourselves. These slant routes they're effective for a reason. So dink and dunk your way down the field. You get five yards of play. You're never going to be stopped. Do it. I agree with you, and um, I also want to say um, yeah, I I think. There's there's not a lot of good open field tackling either. So, good job by the Bengals and other teams for recognizing that. Friday night lights, Aaron. Friday night college football lights. Um, Iowa. This is pretty big for Friday night to me. Number five, Iowa Hawkeyes against Tua's brother in the Maryland Terrapins, or how do you say that? Iowa. 8 p.m. tonight. Iowa's three and a half point players. The over under is 47 and a half. Got any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think uh, Iowa's got a big matchup next week against Penn State. So they certainly want to prepare themselves for that. But there's a good football team here in Maryland that yep. uh, can walk away with a victory if you got your head tilted the wrong way. The line currently, <clears throat> what I have is Iowa is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Don't yep. love the hook if I'm an Iowa backer there. Total right now is 47-and-a-half. But like you said, both teams are 4-0 and and both teams are 3-1 and against the spread. This is a hard one to really figure out, uh, in my opinion. But if I'm leaning in, in the spot here, I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the Tagovailoa, uh, Talia, however you say his name, um, the leading passer in the Big Ten in terms of yards and completion percentage, 10-to-1 uh, interception ratio. He can get out of the pocket. So, yeah, give me, uh, give me the Terps uh, on a play here getting that hook. If you can't get that hook, then – uh, maybe a look on the over in that spot. I like um, – I think, you know, like you said, they are both 4-0, but I was, I was opponents – let me read this correctly. Indiana, not very good. Iowa State, their rival. Kent State, and they just beat Colorado State by by, by 10 points. Give me plus 3.5 for the home team and to his brother. I agree. Amen. And we just missed that nice parlay because Virginia Damn. slowed down last night and then UV or, uh, Miami misses – my Miami misses a field goal. Stop relying on kickers in college football. Get the touchdown. For our sake, please. <laughs> Not even for our sake. Stop relying on kickers to win you college football games. Fair. And we got a quick one here. BYU, Utah State. Another ranked team playing tonight. BYU minus 10. I'm going Utah State plus 10. Yeah, uh, total in this one has moved up from 58 to 63 and a half in some <laughs> spots. So this thing is trending upwards. I'm going to play the under. Me too. Um, Utah State has looked weird. They have, uh, they just don't impress me, but they are at home where they tend to have great success at home. And coming in, BYU probably thinks they can boat race this team. <laughs> just give me the under. I think we get some solid defense here. I like it. Aaron, take us to commercial. All right, we got so much more on the docket. Section uh, Segment two, we are going to preview a big weekend in college football. There are a lot, a lot of big matchups. We're going to try to get to all of them. And then we've got week four in the NFL. We're going to try to get to every single game because Mikey's not going to make the NFL preview show tomorrow. So we'll get to as many <laughs> games as we can uh, in the last two segments. And don't forget, we got our AM Drive 5. I was 4-1. and one, He was 3-2. and two. So let's let's try to duplicate that and go at least seven and, and three or better. So this is the AM Drive. I want to thank Buttercloth, one of our title sponsors here. Follow us on the socials at AM Drive TV. And we will be right back in just a couple of minutes. Check out this commercial.
12-ounce sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12-ounce sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Every shirt maintains a six-way stretch and breathe the Very yeah. soft. Yeah. 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 Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. College at fanatics.com, the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. just gets better because we are here in the full swing of things here on the AM Drive on Twan Sports Live with Mike, with Aaron. Follow us on the socials at AM Drive TV right up here. It's easier for me than it is. For oh, that was smooth again. Proud of you. Um, Aaron, here in the full swing of things, and I know a lot of people love to play golf. It's such a nice game to go out there with your rich friends and play, or if you broke friends and we can play putt-putt, same deal. Not really. That's that's offensive. Okay. But you ever notice the guys who seem kind of ticked off when they swing their Bridgestone, their Callaways, the TaylorMades? Why isn't this thing working? It, um, buddy, it, it's because your, your balls, they're overpriced. See, me and Aaron, we get our balls from Vice Golf. Like, it's not hard. The same balls are half the price and shipped right to your door. So use your ring camera. Oh, there's my Vice Golf balls. Run to the door. Get them. But how'd you order them? MikeAndAaronDrive.com. You tap the um, Vice Golf logo. Thank you, and you're welcome. Any last words on Vice Golf? No, I think you pretty much summed it up. I look forward every weekday to your improvisational commercial reads. They're just fantastic. <laughs> I appreciate that. But um, enough of that and more of this. College football Saturday. It's, it's not today, but it's tomorrow, and that still counts. Because we're Monday through Friday. Aaron, the first one I want to get to here in the order here is number 14, Michigan, is two-point underdogs against the Wisconsin Badgers. This is at noon Eastern on Fox. I'm pretty sure this is the Gus Johnson game of the week. Yeah, so uh, the situation, I don't know. I mean, this is a huge, uh, you know, strength versus strength matchup. Yes, Wisconsin is just such a dump in terms of their record. They're 1-2, 0-1 in the conference. We know about the opener against 
Penn State, which was a defensive struggle. We know about the situation with, with uh, excuse me, Notre Dame. Um, the, the Wisconsin defense is allowing 23 yards a game rushing. 23 yards. True. Compare that to the Wolverines, who are leading the country with 350 yards rushing. But it's all in non-conference, seemingly cupcake victory. So what do we know about Michigan? The thing is, I don't think we know anything. So everybody's looking out there like, how is Wisconsin favored? This is a home game for them. It's a division game for them. they got to get back on the schneid. They can't go. They can't fall to 0-2 in the Big Ten. So I look at this situation, and it feels like Vegas just says, step into my trap. Take Wisconsin. <laughs> All right, Vegas, you got it. I'm stepping into the trap. I think Boom. Michigan goes down tomorrow. I've got Michigan plus two because I think we saw exactly who Wisconsin was when they played Penn State and then later Notre Dame. They were in the game against Notre Dame and then completely com- – Completely, completely blew it when their quarterback showed his egg of a, of a football once again. This game will be a bloodbath. So I think the best play is under 43 and a half. I think it will be like a, a really ugly game. But I think in the end, Michigan does come out with a win. And I guess um, Jim Harbaugh is getting a little bit of respect here. Maybe? Jim Harbaugh is getting the same thing he gets every year. You know, you look at the situation and – uh, I look at their schedule, and they are four and zero, and they've beaten Western Michigan, Washington, which who's just got back in the rankings, man. And mm-hmm. then you have Northern Illinois, who they stomped, and then you have a team with half a pulse in Rutgers, who they <clears throat> who they struggle with. I think Wisconsin, if they could limit the turnovers in this season so <laughs> far, they would be three and zero. But that's Fair. that's if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, right? <laughs> I love when old people say sayings. It, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I cannot wait till I'm 34. Anyways, um, Texas plays TCU, the Christian Watch version. Watch your mouth, Mike. Watch your right, mouth. Right, the Christian version of themselves. And I, I think this game is going over 85, personally. <laughs> Forget 65. I think over 85 is the play here. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Um, But who, who do you got in this game? Texas looked good with the new quarterback we kind of bashed on last week. They, they looked all right. Scoring points, so. Yeah, we're looking at a situation where Texas, uh, TCU, Texas Christian lost to SMU, who's a rival in-state. They're actually Methodist. really in, they're really um, in, in city rival because SMU's in Dallas and uh, TCU's in Fort Worth. But um, I think don't sleep on this Horn Frog uh, offense. You know, the defense is going to have to step up for TCU in this spot if they want to have a chance to win. Um, that being said, I have really no no theoretical action in this game. What did you say the line was? Four or five? 65. Oh, yeah, four for Texas. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the home dog getting more than three really only applies to the NFL to me. But Texas is getting 78% of the action here, according oh. to the information that I have. So my theoretical play would just strictly be fading the public right now because uh, TCU has not – has not uh, won a game against the spread this year. So let's get them on the board with that one, two, and one record covering four points. Close game here in uh, in in uh, Fort Worth this week. Research, research. Okay. Um, Aaron, the first top 10 matchup of the week goes to the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Georgia Bulldogs were number two. The interesting thing about this game out that I want to say before I get on to it is that Arkansas State is also playing Georgia Southern in Georgia this week, which is really funny how both Arkansas teams are coming to Georgia, although it's four hours away from each other. 
It's still funny how that worked out on the schedule. But I am drinking, this is not animal cruelty, I'm drinking the Razorback Kool-Aid. Has Ooh. Georgia, I look at this, and I'm, I'm a Georgia fan, have they played anybody good? Clemson, who's still hanging on to 25 by a thread. UAB, um, that's the team at the Dragons, who are more, more known by their mascot than their actual name. South Carolina Gamecocks, who are... Did you just call them long, the Dragons? Whatever they are. They're, 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 the, they're the Blazer. Same thing. They look like a dragon. That's my point. Number four, the Vanderbilt Commodores, who are not even captains. Come on, Nick. Come on. Arkansas plus 18 is to play here. You know, it's funny because when this matchup, you know, became a thing after Texas victory and the Texas A&M victory, I wanted to be all over Georgia because, you know, they did not beat, you know, good teams handedly, but they didn't struggle with the bad teams. So I almost take that into a grain of, you know, into the account with the fact that Arkansas has, has Arkansas beat good teams? I mean, do we think Texas is good just because they can put up 70 in a week? Do we think that the Texas A&M is good with their backup quarterback in when their starter goes out for the season in the first or second game? I don't know. I feel like this might be a flawed jump on 18 points. That's why I hate this because 18 points is so much in an SEC football game. But George is good, man. They got two quarterbacks that can light you up. Uh, a rel- relatively solid defense. I think we're top 10 in the country. And they're three and one against the spread. They're four and zero oh against the spread in their last four at home. I just can't. I cannot lay eighteen points in a matchup where the ball bounces the wrong way. So ultimately, I'm out on this one. But if you can find the best UGA money line money can buy, then uh, then jump on that. But yeah, no, no play on the spread for me. If I had to put a gun to my head, bleh, I guess under forty nine. Think- I like it though. Yeah, yeah, that that one I think you can get you can get down on. Ooh. All right. Um next up is the Pitt Panthers and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This is at noon on ACC network. Pittsburgh minus three, 58 and a half is is the over-under. I'm personally leaning Georgia Tech plus three, but I it's only because I have respect for how they've played some recent teams. Mm-hmm. And some decent teams at that. But any thoughts in this game? Yeah, I think uh, I think the fire was lit under uh, Georgia Tech after that opening loss to Northern Illinois. Yep. Um, again, this is a, a war of strengths. You have um, you have Pitt and Kenny Pickett, who leads uh, second in the nation in passing efficiency, second in touchdown passes, fourth in completion percentage, and fifth in passing yards. So you have the situation where this guy is going to try Kenny Pickett. I feel like he's been there forever going to try to air it out against the Georgia Tech defense, who is actually number 12 in the nation in an opponent's uh, yards per game through the air, 169.8. So something has to give. Georgia Tech can take the ball away, which we know is a good thing for them. They're, they're not that, you know, triple option running only team anymore, which is a lot. A lot of people get that, you know, that Georgia Tech mantra in their head. Um, this game would not have been on my slate two weeks ago, but like you said, a close loss against Clemson. And then beating the brakes off of Sam Howell and the North Carolina um, Tar Heels became a matchup here with with Pitt, you know, at three and one as well. So I, I'll take the home dog in this spot as well. I'm with you. Give me the three. Love it. Okay, I'm um, Louisville again. I I, for, I came up for getting this quarterback's name. I need to have it in front of my face every Malik. 
Well, that's fair. Um, number 24, Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons are at home here. This is a 1230 on no, no network that I found um, eligible. Um, 62 is the over-under and Wake Forest minus 7. I'm going over and I'm going with minus 7, although I do like Louisville, 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 um, Louisville um, something like that. Go ahead. Yeah, so we've got uh, we got an undefeated Demon Deacon squad who has looked good. We, the last time we saw him was a weekday game against Virginia. Um, I still don't know what to make of of Wake Forest because now Virginia looks in a situation where they look better now, beating Miami. But what's Miami worth at this point? Yeah, uh, King didn't even play last night. Uh, well, right, that's what I'm saying. So you have the backup quarterback who took toe to toe to Virginia who Wake Forest beat, I, I, I tend to look at that transitive property effect in college football because talent, you know, is is much more, you know, vertical than it is in the, in the horizontal in the NFL. Uh, that being said, I don't want to get to – I love watching Malik Cunningham. I've watched him the last three weeks. Um, you know, he's got uh, 998 yards, five touchdowns, only two picks. He's also leading the team in rushing with 263 carries. It's Lamar Jackson, 2.0. Teddy, yeah. Lamar, Malik. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just an awesome thing watching these guys at uh, at Louisville, you know, play football at quarterback. It's 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 just incredible. That being said, getting back to the line here, they're at Wake. I don't love anything about this. The the total's gone from fifty nine to sixty two. Oh, um, you know what? Give me the whole. Give me the road dog. Give me the road dog. I'll take the seven points. I can see that. I can see that. We'll go Malik. Close, babe. close matchup here. Go Malik. Next, um, number 10, well, top 10 matchup, the Cincinnati Bearcats, whatever that is, and then the number nine, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I'm kidding. Leave me alone. It's right there in the name, Mike. <laughs> number nine, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, 230 on NBC and Peacock. If you want to pay for it, nobody wants to. Huh. Um, Cincinnati minus two. Over-under is 50 and a half. I've got Notre Dame plus two. Watch Cincinnati just fall off the rails. Notre Dame defense is catching stride, albeit against Wisconsin. But I'll go with Notre Dame plus two here. I don't. I'm not buying the Cincinnati Bearcat beer. Yeah. So Notre Dame Jack Cohn um, is questionable to play in this game. He did oh. return against Wisconsin, Wisconsin. but um, if he can't play, then you've got sophomore Drew Pine and uh, redshirt freshman Tyler Buckner as your options in Notre Dame. Not only that, uh, Brian Kelly hasn't faced his former team since he's come to Notre Dame. This was old, This is Brian Kelly's old stomping grounds uh, with the Cincinnati Bearcats. So Cincinnati coming in, Luke Fickle, he's going to get those boys to play hard no matter what. We know that they beat Indiana, I believe, two weeks ago. They're coming off a of bye week. I know they haven't played anybody big. I mean, other than Indiana, they have Miami, Ohio, and Murray State also on the wins. Um <laughs> But they've had two weeks to watch Notre Dame play. And even if Jack Cohn's in, I'm not even really thoroughly impressed with Jack Cohn. Haven't been since his days at Wisconsin either. So the situation here is um, is how is Ritter going to play? Because, you know, I think we're going to get some points on the board for both teams. Kyron Williams is going to be able to run the ball because no matter who's at quarterback, they're going to rely on him in Notre Dame. So that being said, I think uh, – I think I'm going to take the road favorite in this spot. I think Cincinnati wins this game by four to ten points. Well, let's get some let's get some rapid fire games here, so we don't miss some NFL talk if you want. Um, and we'll talk. There's a few good games here, but Syracuse, Florida State, three thirty on the ACC network. Um, 
Seminoles, five and a half, and they're winless. Um, That's all I really have to say about this game. How in the heck is Florida State favored in this one? There is no reason they should be even giving them half a point. I think Florida State wins, but I think Syracuse covers the five and a half. Wow. I don't think Florida State – I mean, they've, they've committed 11 turnovers uh, in their last three games. They are keeping it close, but I just don't see how they can win a ball game. All they're right. Just, they're bad. Sorry, McKenzie, I'm rooting for you, buddy, but you guys are bad. Whoop. Number six, Oklahoma Sooners, rather than Laters, um, in the Kansas State <laughs> nice. Wildcats, um, three thirty on Foxy, um, whoever's the reporter is. Uh, let me sh- let me shut up. Let me not get canceled here. Um, Oklahoma's favored by twelve on the road. I don't like that. It's why I'm going with KSU plus twelve. Listen, you're building your own quarterback. We want Caleb. Well, we want a, we want a dominating win, and that's not going to happen. You win, but not by twelve. I don't know. Um. Kansas State has won the last two meetings in this, and you have a worse Oklahoma team yep. um, in, in this spot. The question is, is do we get Skylar Thompson? Um, I, it's a very slim chance, so we'll have to see at that situation. I still think they can beat them even with uh, the backup quarterback in this spot. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the points here with uh, getting a 12 at home. So you're going with Kansas State like I am, right? K State, yeah. Ole Miss Rebels, like a high school football team. That's mean. Number 12, Ole Miss against number one, Alabama. Enough said there. 330 on CBS. Um, Bama's 14 and a half. I'm going, okay, I'm not going to say anything about this game because it is in my AM drive five. The over-under 79. How are you feeling? I don't want any part of this game because I okay. everything my heart and my head want to take the 14 and a half points with Mississippi State. I'm oh, sorry, Mississippi State. Ole Miss, yeah. And Matt Corral, he can definitely boost his Heisman candidacy this year by having a, a good game or a win against Alabama because no one else is really taking the reins in the Heisman Trophy. Looking at you, Spencer and uh, and Sam Howard. So beating the number one team in the country would be huge for Ole Miss, and I think they would be in the driver's seat. But – the Crimson Tide are 55 and 10 in this series. I don't see why that number should ever get any closer in this spot. So no, no play. No play. Just nothing. I because every time I bet against Nick Saban, he shoves it right back down my throat. So you you win, Nick. I'm off. I'm retired from betting Alabama football games. Good night. Number 10, Florida Gators is the Kentucky Kitty Cats. Six o'clock on ESPN. Four to seven and a half here. It was an eight um last night, but I don't know if that I don't know if it was higher than that. I like the eights a little bit, but um Kentucky's Kentucky's a tough team. I mean, I know they're not great, but they're not terrible. <laughs> and uh, Florida is riding a lot of cheese off of that um Alabama close loss when they could have been down 35 to 3, but they came back. Um, what are you feeling here? Um, I'm feeling the home team here in this spot. I yep. think everything has to go like exactly right. I know that um, you know they that Florida beat up on Tennessee last week. Game was closer in the first half than I think a lot of people expected. Um, Emory Jones is coming along, but uh, you're gonna give me uh, how much are you gonna give me in this in this spot? Ten points? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. It's gone down from from nine. Yikes! I would have shown I got it early in the season. I'll take the home dog. Seven and a half. Thank you. 
Two more games here in college football. Number 21, Baylor. Number 19, Oklahoma State. <laughs> On ESPN2 to show you how much this game top 25 matchup matters. I think Baylor plus three and a half is to play here personally. I think Baylor is – they have looked great ever since Matt Rule resurrected that program. I think they beat Oklahoma State in Oklahoma. The, the reason I picked this one for the docket is because I feel like uh... – you know, three, four years ago, the total in this game would have been 90. And now Fair. it's 47 and a half. I mean, it's so crazy to think how different things have gone in both Baylor and and Stillwater at this point. Uh, in Waco, excuse me. Um, I kind of still like the over in this spot. I think, I think a lot of people have, you know, bitten the bullet on these two teams not really being as as offensively dominant as as possible. But I don't see why these two teams can't get to 27, 28 points each. I think that's not without a realm of possibility. So the over's gone from 50 and a half to 47 and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade the public and go the other way. Take the over in this spot. Goodbye, public. Number 20, it's the Battle of the Tigers. Tigers. Um, 22, Auburn. LSU, one-ranked LSU has looked pretty, pretty decent with Max Johnson at quarterback. I think LSU wins by more than three here. Or, I mean, I don't know if I would take the three points, but maybe LSU wins by three. How about that? <laughs> well, if LSU, yeah, if LSU, you got LSU minus three and you think they win by exactly three, then you really shouldn't play this game right. at that point. Just play the money line if you really absolutely have to. My suggestion would be, and this obviously has to go perfect, is you are hoping, you're watching that game, you're hoping Auburn gets out to an early 3 nothing, 7 nothing lead and you can find LSU at a cheaper in-play money line. That's your play if that's the way you like that. I don't even know if Bo Nix is playing this week. Um, I haven't heard anything to the contrary. He's just been very ineffective. If you're talking about injury, I, I don't think he's injured. It just seems like uh, they don't he's know who they want to start. Because um, uh, who's the backup? TJ Finley, I think, is the backup. So. Oh. Oh, well, T, we're, we're going to break. Uh, let's yeah, let's go ahead and take just a quick commercial break. We got NFL on the other side here. We've got uh, as many games as we can get to because we are going to also provide you our AM Drive Five. We were seven and three last week. Let's see if we can do it again. We'll be right back on the other side of this one. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z, and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
football, football, Aaron, what's going on? Football. It's NFL Sunday coming up this weekend once again. And we are presented by – well, Aaron, I have a question for you before I get there. You like you like sports? Yes. Same, bro, same. That means we're fanatics. We are fanatics. So to show you support for your team, go buy some apparel. Get yourself a Colts hat like I got. You're just up some a couple of cool jerseys like Trubisky and Luck. Don't do that. Uh, okay, but before you do so, go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the F, and make sure you get the best deal of the day, free shipping, all kind of good stuff there, and support us, Support help support your favorite team. You love it. We're all fanatics. Click the F on MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Aaron, um, Panthers-Cowboys, the first big game of the week here. Um... This is a tough one for me because I feel like Sam Darnold and the Panthers have played good against bad teams. I do love their defense, but Dallas, they 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 whooped they whooped the Eagles. They whooped them, spanked them, shot them out the sky. Yeah, so the situation you have here is the Panthers are coming off of what you would call a de facto bye week by playing last Thursday. Uh yes. yeah, it was a big win, emotional win for Dak against the Eagles, back in the building where he got hurt. Um, the situation I look for here is how does Carolina's defense shut down one facet of, of Dallas's offense, and that and that is taking away the run or taking away Dak. Can they do it? Because their, their offense is going to have a problem here. Can Chuba Hubbard fill in for McCaffrey's role? <clears throat> I don't know. He really didn't against the Texans' offense. So – that being said, what do we got for a total here? Or what do we got for a mat at match? 51 and a half. No, I meant the uh the spread. Four yeah, and so a half we, Cowboys. We got four and a half in this spot. I still like Dallas. I think they're the better team. They're three and zero against the spread at home. Three and zero, um, or one and zero at home, obviously that last Eagles. Uh I'll I'll save a pick for the NFL preview show tomorrow, but my lean right now is Dallas. Me too. Me too. Um the Cleveland Dogs, I'm cleaning the Cleveland Browns against the Minnesota Vikings. Hundred darn you. Um, Browns are minus two right now, and the over-under is 51 and a half. Uh, I'm leading Vikings to get the win here as well. Um, I I I like Kirk. Kirk Cousins is playing really well. Nobody's talking about it, so. Yes, Kirk Cousins is playing really well. He this is the big matchup of the morning in terms of like where the eyeballs are going to be because I think Cleveland, low key, if you look at the stats, they're the best team in football right now. I, I have refused to give them that kind of credit, but uh, it's it's just there. I mean, I understand they played to Chicago last week and they held him to forty-seven yards. Do you know Justin Tucker had more yards on his game-winning field goal than the Chicago Bears had all day? By like That's 20 mean. yards. That's mean to Chicago fans. Leave them alone. Chicago had 46 yards of total offense, and Justin Tucker had 66 on one kick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the stats may be skewed a little bit. Again, it is only three weeks, but uh, I'm actually on the other side to hear you, buddy. I, uh, I'm going to take Cleveland. Uh, I'm going to take the road favorite in this spot. Fair enough. Aaron, Um, I sh that's, a, that's a nice sweatshirt. Let me see it. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Looks like you. Oh. <gasps> And this one looks like what? That's you. Hold on. Q Spider-Man meme. Q Spider-Man meme. We got merch. Hold we on now. Merch. We do have merch, and the merch is actually pretty cheap. 
because we don't need your money right now. We're just trying to build up a show. So get them while they're hot and get them while they're cheap and get them while they're still in great quality from, from the place that we get them from. You want some Amdrive merch? Go to amdrive.online. You're welcome. Okay. I'll tip this down so they can see it a little better. There you go. Don't get too far down. Come on now. Whoa, I don't have AM Drive hoop shorts on. Trust me. Oh, all right. Spam Drive condoms. I'm kidding. Okay. Ayo. Okay, let's get some Chiefs and Eagles here. We were talking about this one pre-show. This one's actually on my AM Drive 5. Some of Aaron convinced me inadvertently, but I'm going to leave it alone here. Tell me about the Chiefs and the Eagles. Yeah, I definitely was not trying to convince you in this spot. We yes, do have are. a... We do have a homecoming on a smaller schedule here, or on a smaller, you know, stage of Andy Reid visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. I know that uh, people are talking about that, but at the same time, people are not talking about that because there's some other homecoming. I think that's going to happen on Sunday. Oh, night good football. lord! You're gonna you're gonna hate this take, but the Kansas City Chiefs are not a good football team. Jesus Christ! No, Jesus can't save them. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are just. Uh, absolutely abysmal on defense. And how many, I mean, I know that we haven't had this show for very long, but even on, on previous, uh, on the Vegas squares and stuff, I've been saying, how many weeks can they let people just come out to leads? It, it's not going to last forever. I mean, I know it happened in Cleveland, but look at these situations with. with Against Cleveland, who, who you just called the what? Best. Well, now they're the best. Team oh, okay. They're the best team of football statistically. Uh, and that was week one. I, 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 that's fair. It's fair, yeah. Um, so I, I, I just, I don't, I'm not going to touch this game. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to touch this game because the Chiefs are one thirteen and one against the spread in their last fifteen oh. games, and I'm not going to jump on the on the, I'm not going to jump on the opposite side on the week they do cover. So, um, let, let's see. We're all talk, we're talking all about Kansas City in this spot. Philadelphia, you know, you know, Jalen Hurts's deuce comment while it was stupid, he was right. Flush it and move on. You got a big opponent. <laughs> Regardless, you can't take this opponent lightly. You can't take Kansas City lightly. They will boat race you if that's necessary. Uh, this line started at five and a half. This week's gone up to seven. Put a gun to my head, I'd take the home dog. Mm. Well, we'll leave that one alone. We're also going to leave the next one alone because I also have this one in my AM Drive 5. Um, okay. Cardinals and the Rams squad. Rams are minus four and a half against the Cardinals team who had a little bit of a scare against the Jaguars but ended up pulling away late. Darn them. Um. Any thoughts on this game? Yeah, this is a, a situation. This is a trend lover's dream oh. because the Cardinals are playing <clears throat> good football. They're off to a 3-0 and start, first time in you know Kyler Murray's NFL career. And But – Matt Stafford, too. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Oh, I don't know that. Probably. I don't, I don't know if that's a fact. <laughs> I have to look back on it. But, yeah, it, it might be a – yeah, it might be. But Sean McVay, since taking over in 2017, the head coach, is 8-0 against the Cardinals. Now, there were some bad Cardinal teams in that 8-0 record, but he's also got a better team now. The Rams' defense is going to be the big key factor here. I think the the, the Rams' defense is actually statistically playing worse than the Cardinals. Now, we all oh. talk, oh, Rams D, Rams D, Rams D. Well, they've got to shut down Kyler Murray. Now, for okay. DeAndre Hopkins' fantasy purposes, I hope they don't, but – uh, the Rams defense is the X factor here. If they let Kyler Murray feast, I think the uh, I think we see a Cardinal victory. Um, oh. But as far as the spread goes, what are we at? Four and a half. He said that's just such an ugly number, such yeah. an ugly number to have to cover for the the favorite in this spot. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under of 55 points. I dig it. I dig it. Um, another NFC West showdown. 
this is gonna be this is a big week for the NFC West. Um, and Seahawks, the best division in football, by the way, Spike. Um, Seahawks and 49ers. San Fran minus three. I don't love it. Um, 52 is the over under. Yeah, I uh I jumped off Seattle bandwagon last week. Everybody who listens to the Vegas, listen to the Vegas Squares knows I am the biggest Russell Wilson stand wow. that uh, maybe exists in the world, not named Ciara. But um, <laughs> Russell Wilson seeking his 100th victory has never lost three consecutive games in his professional career. Mm. You guys wanted Trey Lance, Jimmy G quarterback controversy. You get it this week after the 49ers lose at home to the Seahawks. Yay. Yay. Good, good. Okay. This one's an ugly line because Teddy Covers is no longer getting the Teddy Covers points here. Ravens minus one. It's basically a pick them. 45 over under. I would I mean, I I leave I lean the over here because I think I think Broncos offense is better than people give him credit for. Uh yeah, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like they're three and zero, but the combined record of their teams they played are 0 and 9. Jets, Fair. Giants, Jags. So we're going to find out how good the Broncos are this week. They're at home. They're a slight dog. They're coming up against Lamar Jackson and the cardiac kids from Baltimore. Two straight, two straight weeks of cardiac games. I mean, they could as easily be 0-3 right now as they are. You know, it's like a 66-yard field goal and a Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumble for the Ravens to be 0-3. I mean, how good are the Ravens? I don't know. We'll see. This is a tough one. We're going to find out. They might out- be terrible, too. What what are we going to find out from this game at the end of it? What do you think we're going to find out about this game? That Broncos are for real and, and, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to get respect he deserves. I like it. I like it. Teddy covers, covers another one. I think the Broncos get a win here, 4-0. Good. Um, this, hey, this is the elephant in the room. Maybe we can talk about it on the other side if you want. Other side of what? No commercial break on the Friday football frenzy. You told me that I completely forgot. Okay. The but the Armies against the the Boston Tea Parties. Um, this has got a lot of talk going up to it. I know it's big on your mind. It's big in Tom Brady's mind, despite him not people not wanting to admit it. He cares about it just like Bill Belichick cares about it. Bucks minus seven. I don't like the number, but I I do like Patriots plus seven though. Even though I said that. All right. So first of all, I have to ask you. I have to tell you a dad joke. Are you ready for this? I'm not a dad, but okay. It's a buccaneer. I'm a, well, I'm not a dad either, but I'm getting to that <laughs> age where I could be a dad. That's a Ray? I could be a dad somewhere. But what be oh. a pirate's least favorite time to drive his ship? When is that, Aaron? Rush hour. Arr, darn you. <laughs> dad joke. That's for all you guys out there. Um, so I have a secret bet in this spot. I don't want to. I, I, should I reveal it now or should I reveal it on the NFL preview show? I guess I'll reveal it now. So my secret bet, you know, obviously, if you know me, you know, these are my two favorite teams. And I said the only reason I the only way I'd root for Tom Brady is if he left New England is if he goes to Tampa. Well, bang. Um, so that worked out for me. So I have New England money line as a secret. Line oh, 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 I was waiting for it. If Tom Brady wins this game, he gets his revenge. He gets his vendetta against Bill Belichick and, and whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know if it's revenge or redemption or whatever. He gets whatever he was out there to look for if he wins this game. If he doesn't win this game, the I'm gonna win great. about two hundred. I'm gonna win two hundred eighty-five bucks. So let's, let's go, let's go. So New England money line, let's rock and roll. I love it. Now, Aaron, <laughs> there are some other games, and unfortunately, my team is featured in this first place. So darn you. 
Um, the, the the Colts. Um, um, question. Here's my prediction. We're going to beat the puny, weak Dolphins. Darn all of you. Darn Jacoby Brissett. Darn fake two attack of Lua, And darn you, Brian Flores, for your fake fraud of a coaching job that you thought everybody was only the best team in here. Bull jive. Colts win. Nope. Dolphins Dolph win really? at home. Come on now. Jacoby Brissett getting revenge on his former team for right, shipping him out. For shipping him out after and bringing in Philip Rivers, as they should have. Nah, Jacoby gets the uh, Jacoby gets the win, and let's go with the Dolphins cover in this spot. Wow, you don't like me? Okay, good. Not in the slightest. <laughs> not in the slightest. Love you, um, <laughs> Texans and the billionaires. This is the biggest lie of the week by far. It's not even close. Minus seventeen. That's two touchdowns and a field goal. Aaron, there's not a lot of love here for Houston unless the public says otherwise. I'm sure I'm sure the public's on Houston this one, if I had to guess. Mm, from the from the uh information I have, I have 60-40 in terms of Buffalo. Land oh, good Lord, I'm going Houston plus 17. I'm going to find another game to bet on. Why would you even invest money on a 17-point spread? So that being Fair. said, uh, goodbye for this game. This game would have to be featured in one of those big teasers for me in terms of like Houston getting 31 and Buffalo get, you know, having to give three. I would like move them, move the needle like way the other way. But yeah, no thank you on this game. Not I don't like needles. Okay. <laughs> the tits and the jets, okay? This is a short version of those names, okay? The <laughs> Titans and Jets. Um, Tennessee minus seven. You know, the Dinkley and Alina State. Um, 44 and a half is the over-under. Huh. Um, I think seven is a generous number for the Jets. I think people are just putting too much in the first couple of games with the Titans. I mean, come, come on, Robert Solid. I don't care whether – they're not having good games. Jets are not – Jets don't look good. I'm going to save this one because it's my AM, It's in my AM Drive 5. Whoa. But that being said, uh, there's a really good chance that Mike Vrabel holds out Julio and AJ. So, wow. Uh, let's just say we're banking on that happening. Oh, that's all I'll say. There you go. Hey, the team without a name. It's the Atlanta Falcons who shouldn't have a name either or even a city at this point. But they beat the Giants, so darn them. Um, football team minus one. There is no money line here, I believe, as far as BetUS is concerned. Over under 47 and a half. Um, I got Falcons to win this game. I got Falcons to win this game. All right, fair. I look at a compet I look at a common opponent here in this spot. Washington and Atlanta both have played the Giants in back-to-back -back weeks. The Giants have given uh, both teams a game. They blew the lead against both teams. It was a long so I look to see who's the better opponent here, or who's the better team in this. Uh, you get Washington uh, with Antonio Gibson, Taylor Heineke. Uh, this one's also in my AM Drive 5, so I'll hold out my pick. I did. And you, ha you have um, – I didn't see anything about that Atlanta game that I really liked. So I think you can kind of figure out where I'm going in this one. Uh, of course you are. Um, Lions and the Bears or the Cubs at this point. I don't know what they are. They're not very good. Um, I, I've got Detroit smashing – Minus seven. I, I got the Troy plus two and a half and then plus another 50, okay? Lions are going to get their first win of the season this this week, okay? Okay. Or, fair. I think yeah. if I think this is the and, – and I know injuries, you, know, you can never really predict injuries, but this is where if you were going to put Justin Fields in for a big package, 
this is where you do it. Um, you know, Chicago needs to figure out a way. I mean, they are still one and two in this spot. So it's not like, you know, the, the season's over. What is because, because if you beat Detroit, I think you can effectively knock them out of contention all year. Uh, if Minnesota loses, I believe they're one and three at that point. And then Green Bay's got a tough matchup with the Steelers. I know you, you, some people don't like the Steelers, but Green Bay's still got a tough matchup with them. There's a chance they could be two and two. If, if Chicago can get to two and two, I mean, let's let's roll. I, I like Chicago in this spot. All right. I disagree vehemently. Um, how about the Daniel Joneses and the New Orleans Saints, the Jameis Winstons? Well, most of anyways. New Orleans minus seven over under 42. We're getting six touchdowns total in this game. According to that number, um, are, what are you, what are you, what are you going with here? Oh, you know the Giants. They're just I, I mean, if you haven't watched Glenn Kaplan all week, and then you 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 kind of that would emulate my feelings on the Giants. Like, what is this team? Like, what are they doing? The coach is all messed up. The the quarterback is getting blamed for things that the the defense is doing. Just it's a bad organization right now. Just that being said, you know. The, the Saints finally get to go home. They're, what, seven-point favorites in this spot, you said? Yep. I think this is like Hurricane Katrina. Re- <gasps> the, Leave the, them the, alone. The, I, go ahead. What? I think go this ahead. is like the Hurricane Katrina game where they they beat up on the Falcons on that Monday night football game when they got finally got to return to the stadium. Whoa. So uh, the Saints will go marching all over the nutsack of the New York Giants. Wow. I'm – I got Saints minus seven. I don't know about all that, but I'll go Saints minus seven as well. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers, or what's left of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got Packers minus 35. What do you got? Packers minus 35. Well, I would definitely take the Steelers in that spot for sure. All right. Um, no official play on this one. Uh, if I'm going strictly based on fading the public, we're taking the <clears> – <throat> what's the line? Seven, you said? Yep. We're taking the touchdown for Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not on the camp of Ben Roethlisberger looks incredibly terrible. I'm not. Uh, I think we're in a situation where Mike Tomlin, this is a, this is a trying time for Mike Tomlin. And I think he gets the locker room back. They don't win this game. They go to one and three. We can still crap all over the Steelers, but I think we get a close victory. I, but for the Packers. For the I'm going to say, hold on now. Close victory for the Packers. And don't be surprised if Pittsburgh can pull this out. I don't think it's without the realm of possibility. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to leave out the pullout joke there. Um, reminder to look at AM Drive picks for our um for betting tips. Mostly from Aaron. Don't listen to me. <laughs> um, thanks to our sponsors. But I say all of that to BetUS.com with code 12ounce for 125% first deposit bonus. You're welcome. And also email us or tell them that we sent you, that the AM Drive sent you. And we we might win some tickets to a college football game. It's not another here nor there. Yeah, screenshot your deposit is what he's saying. When you make the deposit with the twelve ounce, screenshot it, and uh, we're trying to win tickets to a college football game of our choosing. By the way, Woo! Might, might have to go to the national title game, Beck. That's what I'm saying. Screw them. No offense, Beck. Okay, this is our hashtag AM Drive Five, our official one of the week. We have a lot of fives. This is our official one. Aaron, tell people why they should tell you this week. Well, you should tell me I'm 4-1 and one last week. Mike's going to do a deep dive into our AM Drive 5s because I believe I have a winning record. I know I went 2-3 and three the first week, but I think I've 
I've had two solid successful weeks back to back here. Mm. And this card is ugly. Oh, if you're ready for the ugliest of cards, this is one of the most ugly cards I've ever seen in my arsenal here. So right, here we go. we've got three college games this week and we've got two NFL games. <clears throat> we are betting on exactly zero marquee matchups in my opinion here. Oh, so, all right, let's rock and roll. First one, we're taking the Horned Frogs of TCU plus those four points. I think they might actually even get a, a victory over the Texas Longhorns this week. But oh. We're going to take the four points. We're going to go to my old stomping grounds, UCF. Brand new quarterback this week. They're playing a team that's not very good at scoring the football. So I'm going to take the under 53 and a half in this spot. I think UCF might put up all the points themselves. They're playing they, who again? They're playing Navy. Okay. UCF Navy under 53 and a half. I know that UCF hasn't scored less than 35 in a game this week or this year, but that's with Dylan Gabriel. We don't have Dylan Gabriel this week. So, all right. UAB, UAB minus two and a half. We think we get a, a situation here where I think uh, people are sleeping on UAB. All you really know is that they got beat by uh, Georgia. Yep. Still a, a good team. The Dragons, as Mike likes to call them. Yes. <laughs> And then in the NFL, we're going Washington football team minus one, that road favorite. I think we get a comfortable victory right there. UAB's playing who? Uh, Liberty. There you go. The Flames. The Flames, yeah. And then we're going to go with the Jets. I got it at seven and a half when it opened. It's down to seven, according to you, on BetUS. So we're going to keep the seven for purposes of the AM Drive 5. And that's the card. TCU plus four, UCF Navy under 53 and a half, UAB minus two and a half, Washington minus one, and Washington football team minus one, and the Jets plus seven. If you want some bragging rights and you want to bet on market games, you're welcome. Mike's got you with his AM Drive 5. Remember, betus.com, code 120Z, first deposit bonus up to 120, well, 125% first deposit bonus, and screenshot it, send it to us. And tell us that you used it and that we sent you there. Thank you. Okay, Mike's five. Michigan Wolverines plus two against the Wisconsin Badges. I, I think was I think Michigan. Oh wow, I'm dying over here. <clears throat> Don't die yet. We got two minutes left in the show. Right, yeah. Michigan plus two versus Wisconsin. Arkansas Razorbacks plus 18 versus the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going with plus 18. Sorry, Georgia. I don't trust you. You might lose before you reach Florida. Ole Miss Rebels might beat Alabama, plus 14 and a half. Um, listen, it's that time. Nick Saban's Nick Saban can't get away with, can't get with way with murder all the time. And then this one, Ole Miss covers might pull off a win, but don't quote me on that. Chiefs minus seven and a half versus the Eagles. I'm sorry. The history is over. A new day. And Rams minus four and a half against the Cardinals. That Ferrari looks so good in L.A. Mm, eating so much NFL chalk there, buddy. You got to love it. Love it. Mm, chalk for breakfast, chalk for lunch, chalk for dinner in the NFL. Yikes. Yes. That's a recipe for disaster. We should name this, instead of the Mike's Five, we should name this the Friday Fade. Woo! Just kidding. All right, Disgusting. guys. It's been, a, it's been a hell of a week. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Those bets are out there. The AM Drive 5. We're going to get those on Twitter as well. Hopefully, we can have another 4 in one week with that dirty card. That I just gave you guys, and maybe Mike can maybe go with four and one or five, five and zero. Oh. Eating a lot of chalk in the NFL, but he's got some dogs in college football. I kind of like it. So thank you to our sponsors, all of them: BetUS, Vice Golf, Fanatics, Buttercloth, and all of them. We're going to announce a new sponsor next week. 
So stay tuned for that as well. We got a we got a brand new sponsor coming aboard, or maybe even two. So uh, for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys listening. Follow us on the socials at AM Drive TV. Catch the NFL preview show tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern right here on the 12 Ounce Sports platforms. And we will see you guys. Uh, I guess we'll see you and Mike and I will see you on Monday. Adios. Adios.